This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Yeah, so let's try to find some spoilers for these NBA Mm -hmm. games and see if we can predict what's going to happen in the ending. Hopefully, nobody ends up uh, getting killed off in these games. All right, so let's start with Warriors and Pacers. This spread was a little surprising to me. Uh, The Warriors laying a point and a half on the road here against the Pacers. The Warriors coming off a back-to-back in which was a really good matchup uh, against the Bucks. So me thinks that this number is so low because number one, it's a back-to-back. Number two, they're playing on the road in which the Warriors have been absolutely dreadful. And also they're coming off a game that kind of had bigger implications than this one. Wouldn't you think that the Warriors were more concerned when that game against the Bucks than probably this game against the Pacers? That's why I'm thinking that this line is so short. It has to be, but there's no way I'm laying any points with the Warriors right now, with the way they play on the road. In fact, at some books, this line is now flipped, and the Pacers are favored by a point, and I totally understand why. The Warriors are dead last on the road this season against the number. They're 3-11 and against the spread away from home. That is awful. And Andrew Wiggins is out for at least a couple games. Draymond Green is questionable for tonight, so I would grab the Pacers here. Yeah, just based on the Warriors alone, I think you look at the Pacers as the play, but it's also built into the number at this point because Mm -hmm. when the Warriors have been losing all those games against the spread, I think they were laying more points. And this is basically a pick or at least this line has been flipping. So do we trust the Pacers here, I think, is the question. Uh, And so uh, far this week, it's not been especially good for the Pacers. Pacers, back-to-back losses, but uh, like you said, I think the argument is a little bit stronger for the Warriors. So I'll take uh, the Pacers on the money line, probably at plus 105. Let's go to the Kings and the Raptors. Uh, the spread on this one is Raptors home favorites, minus four and a half. Total 227 and a half. So Jinx, is there anything that stands out to you in this game? I kind of like the Kings and the points here. And I understand they're on the back end of a back-to-back, and I'm not crazy about betting on teams that are in that spot. However, Sacramento has covered six of their last seven games when playing on back-to-back nights. And last night's game was over halftime anyway. They got crushed, so I'm going to be a little bit fresher than we anticipate. So, yeah, give me the Kings plus four and a half. Yeah, I think uh, that may be the play. I am not seeing a ton of trends that I really want to follow in this one. It's been three straight unders for the Kings, which is a little surprising considering how uh, fast-paced their offense usually is. I know De'Aaron Fox may have missed some of those games, but he was back in that game against uh, the Sixers just last night, uh, losing 123-103. to I don't know. I don't have a strong feeling on this one, so I'll probably just stay away. But both these teams have been hot to the under. Like I said, Sacramento has been playing in lower scoring games. And also Toronto has hit the under in three of their last four games. Over under, really not any strong trends when it comes to over under records at home this season. Just five, seven and one against the number. Let's go to the Knicks and the Bulls. The Bulls laying four and a half at home. Total 224 and a half and the headline for the Knicks have been they have been surging behind elite Mm. level defense making a conscious effort and that's according to the New York Post so uh, we see this based uh, on the trends as well as they have won three straight games and also the under has been super hot for the New York Knicks Uh, if you look the under is hit in six straight 
banned. So do we think this trend continues or do we think that there is something else that is the better play? I like the under quite a bit because you're spot on about the Knicks defense and how they have really tightened things up during this four game winning streak. And I think the only sabotage factor is there is a question mark as to whether Jalen Brunson is going to play. But even if he doesn't, mm-hmm. I kind of like the Knicks getting points here. If you look at the Bulls, they're not great in one possession games. And the line says, okay, maybe this will be a one or two possession game. But the Bulls are 0-3 in one possession game so far this season. I think we see a close one. I'll ride with the hotter team, grab the points with the Knicks. Yeah, I like the way that the Knicks are playing right now. Uh, and and plus, if you look at those, I guess it's four straight wins. Uh, four straight wins with uh, all of those being really tight spreads and one of those coming against the Cavs as two-and-a-half-point dogs. So I think the Knicks are the better play or the team that I would want to trust a little bit more uh, in this game between the Knicks and the Bulls. Speaking of the Cavs, let's go to the Cavs and the Mavs. The Mavs' home favorites here, minus two-and-a-half, total 214 and a half for me the Mavericks have been really hard to trust I feel like every time there's been a very strong case to play the Mavericks I have been dead wrong and if you look at their against the spread record it's not been good just 8 17 and 2 against the spread so the Mavericks have been a very hard team to trust this year so are you trusting them tonight Oh, God, this is not my favorite matchup. Here's the thing. I would lean Mavs, but I'm like you. Every time I think the Mavs are in a spot to cover, they don't. They're terrible at covering the number. So if I'm going to pick Dallas here, I would take them on the money line at minus 140. I think it's a better play. Here's the thing with the Cavaliers. They're 17 and 11 at home this season, but only 5 and 9 on the road. And during that time, they're 4, 9, and 1 against the number. So they're a completely different team when they play away from Cleveland. Luka is back after sitting out for a game to sort of rest himself. He had 38-11 and 11 against the Thunder on Monday. I think Dallas money line is probably my lean, but there's not a side here that I'm really, I feel strongly about. Yeah, I think if you can get Dallas at a good price on the money line, that is probably the play because they do have a good overall record, especially at home, like you said, 11-4. and four. The problem has been covering the number. So if you are thinking that you look at the spread, it is a one possession line. I think that's the play for me as well. Hopefully this time the Mavs will not steer me wrong in this one. Uh, We finally have a line in the Wizards and Nuggets game. It looks like Denver is favored nine and a half total two twenty four and a half. Jenks, before we get to this game, have you been to a Wizards game this year? I have not and I'm dying to go. I can walk to Capital One Arena. I always talk about that because I'm right in the middle of D.C. So I need to go soon, and I've got some friends who could give me some tickets. I got to go. I don't know why I haven't been. It's a great question. Now that I'm all settled in here and the lovely Catherine's moved in, I got to go to a game. So I'm going to do that even though the Wizards are garbage right now. The thing about NBA games is they're quick. That's the first thing Mm -hmm. I notice, like when I've been to some of these NBA games, because you're used to like NFL games that kind of take forever. If you've Mm -hmm. been to a baseball game, we all know that can last upwards of three hours. But basketball is quick and it's always fast paced and entertaining. So I would recommend going, you know, if not just for the drinks and for, you know, maybe maybe (laughs) the halftime show, whatever it is. But let's get into this game. It's a big spread. Uh, we all know the, yeah. the Nuggets are a solid team, especially at home, but is there a case for the Wizards or is this a game that you're not touching? Oh, God. The only case you can make for the Wizards is that the spread is too big. They've lost seven mm-hmm. straight. During that time, they've gone one and six against the number. Bradley Beal's out. 
Rui Achimura is out. They're not playing good basketball, but I don't feel comfortable laying nine and a half points with the Nuggets. I guess I would lean Denver, but when I see a spread that big in the NBA, I tend to stay away. Yeah, Porzingis is questionable for this one as well. So maybe you watch the injury report, but God, the Wizards. Oh, my goodness. How many games have they lost in a row? Seven straight losses for the Wizards. Eventually, the spread will be too big, and they're going to cover a number. But so far, you know, in the past two weeks, this is not really a team that you want to trust. I will say last time out, Denver uh, laying a big number against the Jazz did not cover that only one by five as 11 and a half point favorites. Uh, but the other time they were uh, big time favorites, they have covered in their last three, uh, covered as 11 and a half point favorites and 11 point favorites against the lowly Rockets. So maybe that's the play. I don't know. I'm not running to the window to bet on this one. And then we've got the T Wolves and the Clippers, the Clippers minus six and a half. We always talk about how frustrating it is to bet on the NBA. The Clippers are team number one on that list because we usually mm-hmm. do not know if Kawhi Leonard is playing, but he's been back in the lineup. And we all know that this is a Clippers team that can be very, very dangerous. If you look at their last few games, uh, they have outright wins over, uh, well, the Celtics for one. That was a big win, 113 to 193. And then the other win uh, against the Wizards. So not sure what you make of that, but. It's a big spread here, Jenks. Is there anything that stands out to you? It's a big spread, but I kind of like the Clippers here. Early in the season, you're absolutely right. They were untrustworthy. You never knew who was going to play, but now they're starting to come together. Kawhi's coming off a season-high 25, but really when you talk about PG and Kawhi, you're talking about defense. And since they've started playing together over eight games, they've held opponents to less than 104 points per game. So I would either take the under or lay it with the Clippers because Minnesota is without Carl Anthony Towns and they're 10 and 17 against the spread this season. Yeah, the only sabotage factor is Minnesota's been giving up a lot of points, gave up 133 to Portland last time out. And the time before, it was a back-to-back against Portland, gave up 124. So maybe that's the sabotage factor, but I believe the Clippers play at a slower pace as well. So maybe the under is the play in that Clippers game. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.